It's time for the one and only, the premiere, the only official podcast of Pro Rodeo. Your suit bosses are ready, so let's give it a go and talk some rodeo. Welcome into another special episode of the Shoot Bosses. Tanner Barth and Tracy Rink here at the 2023 Wrangler National Finals Rodeo. And Tracy, we're getting closer to crowning our world champions here in the world of professional rodeo. Round uh, number eight last night was, was a good one. You know, we obviously start things off with some of the record-breaking performances. Mm-hmm. You know, you have Cassie Mowry coming in, breaking the record in barrel racing. Brittany Posey-Tanazi claims the world championship. And also Tyler Wade, Wesley Thorpe. They come out and tie the PRCA world record as well as break the NFR uh, round number eight record. So right. a lot of uh, good performances last night. Yeah, I mean, it, it, but this is what you expect at this level. And it, it, it almost, during the week, things just keep amping up. And it, guys start taking chances because they're out of the average or whatever. But you can feel the electricity when the crowd sees those crazy runs like 3-3. And, I mean, breaking 13-second runs in barrel racing. I mean, it, it, it's exciting to be here when you see that stuff transpire in front of you. Yeah, no doubt about it. Let's start off at the top of the things. We'll break down each event for you like we always do. We'll start in the bareback riding where Keenan Hayes continues to do his job, Tracy. He's ridden all of his horses. He's had, you know, I don't think he's had any score outside of the 80s. So, you know, he's still right there, great in the average as well. Right. And uh, it's going to be tough for anybody to catch him. But, uh, you know, there's obviously a lot of really talented guys. And we've got to start first with Jess Pope. Yeah. He's getting close to Tracy, possibly becoming the first ever bareback rider to win four the straight, uh, yeah in four a, straight four, NFR. NFRs. Yeah, yeah. and it, which is incredible considering the history of the PRCA that all these Hall of Famers that have been bareback riders that have no one's ever done it, and no one's ever started their career this way. That's the thing is, yeah. there's guys that have won four averages before, but not four in a row when you just been to your first NFR back in 2020 when he did his first one. And he, he's knocking on the door. I mean, the whole thing with Keenan Hayes, as you said, is just do your job. Continue to do your job. You've got enough elite because you just need to stay in the average, and he's in the average. And that probably will get him over the hump. But one slip-up, as we've seen numerous times here at the NFR, and Jess Pope's knocking on the door. Clay Bigelow's knocking mm-hmm. on the door. They're all right there, I mean, to, to seize the opportunity. And that's something, you know, we, uh, we like to joke around with athletes and say, you know, when we sit down and interview, I do a ton of interviews here. Uh, we don't want you to say do your job. We want you to get, elaborate a little bit more. But mm-hmm. in this case, it's do your job. You know, yeah. Keenan Hayes is professional. Every day he comes out riding these bareback horses. It's an opportunity for him to, to prove that he's the number one man in the world. And so far he's done that. So it'll be fun to watch the last right. couple of nights here. Right. And when you break a regular season record like that, you set yourself up for an NFR like this if you just do your job. Yeah. Because- you either have a great, you know, finish it off great, or you're going to come up short. You right, because he had such a big lead coming in. He did about I mean, you have, yeah, you have a you have a little wiggle room, but the wiggle room will disappear if you fall out of the average, and he stayed in the average. Yeah, and things are going to get interesting in the steer wrestling, no doubt about that. I don't know, Tracy, right now if there's a clear-cut world champion favorite. You know who's creeping around and hanging around that area? Tyler Wagg is pack. And that's what he does. He does. I mean, he's won four world titles. He's in rarefied era if he wins five. But he's always there. He's always mm-hmm. there. And I've talked to Oatberry and Pro Radio Hall of Famers, and he's just so fundamentally sound. He's not the biggest guy. He is. He's not the heaviest guy. Like, he's just like six foot, 180. And, but he's just so fundamentally sound, and he does the right thing almost all the time. And the crazy thing is, he's won four, and I'm trying to think the year is escaping me right now. He, he missed a steer in like round nine, one of the years, or he, he, to wins, win the, one. he wins the world again. And let's see what Dalton Massey does. Let's exactly. see what some of these guys do that have never been in this position. Because now the, now the bright lights are really on you. Like now all of a sudden it's a two-header. 
Can you win a world championship in a two-header? Yeah, Dalton Massey obviously still leading the charge there in the steer wrestling. Stan Branco right there, Tyler Waggis pack. It should be a fun uh, fight to the finish there to see see how it shakes out. In the team roping, that's where you know we're looking at probably the tightest. Ah, I can't even say that because Sino Bronx even tighter, you know. Right. But it's one of those ones where team roping. I have no idea who's going to win a world title. Derek Begay and Coulter Todd are still leading the charge after what was an immaculate performance last night, Tracy. Right. So Derek Begay, I'm just going to explain this to our viewers here. Through his head, his head loop. Didn't get it on on the first catch. He had to go down the arena with Todd to his right, and he had to work it. He basically, you know, was able to fish it on the the horns, and they end up getting a 12 second time. But they're the only team that has caught uh, caught 10 here so far. And that's how you know you know what's going on, and you know yeah. you're at us if you keep keep riding the run to try to finish it. And Colter Todd hasn't been in the NFR since 08. Yeah. I mean, and I know those guys were open jackpots. It's not like they don't know each other, but 08, that's a long time. That and then is. to come here, and Begay's rope with anybody and everybody. He was a Cesar de la Cruz forever, and they came to the NFR a bunch of times and were in contention. They never won the world, but they were always in contention. But Begay's rope with everybody, and he that's what he does. It's his profession. And So if Coulter Todd pulled this off, that'd be an amazing story. No doubt about that. Also, keep your eye on Tyler Wade and Wesley Thorpe. We mentioned that you know, they found a way to, to tie the world record. They're right there in the world standings. Also, Andrew Ward and Buddy Hawkins, we haven't talked about them enough or as much, Tracy, because they haven't won around yet, but that's a team that's right there as well. There's literally yeah. four or five guys in both header and healer that right. can win a world title with two, two rounds to go. Right. It, it ultimately just is a two-header. What can yeah. you do in the next two rounds exactly. if you win rounds? If you win rounds, you win the world championship. Can you find a way to push the pace but also stay in the average? Because right. that round money could come into you know consideration for some of these guys that are maybe lower down in the average. So that'll be a fun one to shake out. We already mentioned saddle bronc riding and what an NFR it has been in the saddle bronc riding. So many good guys, Tracy. Just yeah. imagine if Stetson Wright was still in this field. Yeah, you I know, know, and he hasn't ridden since round two. Yeah, we've got guys, you know, that are stacking it up. Last night, a three-way tie. Zeke Thurston, the reigning champ. Also, Bertie Crest, he's trying to get another average title. Sage Newman, like $300 behind Zeke Thurston. 327 behind Zeke Thurston. The only thing that's got Sage out of the mix, yeah, so the to average. speak, he's seventh in the average. And Zeke's winning the average. Mm -hmm. So, I, like I said, that's going to come into play. So, if you're Zeke... If you can finish first or second in the next two rounds, you're going to be the world champ. Well, don't forget about Kate Bruno as right, well. He's still Bruno. right there in the average. Yeah, and we saw Kate Bruno last night, and he knows where he's at. Might like, take a round win or two. Right, though. but anything can happen. You, mm -hmm. I mean, you look at the draws. A buck and, off. And not, or a guy gets bucked off. You know, who knows? And all of a sudden, the average changes dramatically. Like, you go a guy that's first in the average, and all of a sudden, he's ninth because he yeah. doesn't have enough, uh, not on the same head as everybody else. It's and, crazy. Yeah, no doubt about that. And in the tie-down roping, that's one uh, area where I think we're uh, think we're starting to get a little bit closer. You know, Riley Webb is right there. I think if he had, if he finds a way to rope tonight, Tracy, he's got to put together two clean runs still in round nine and round ten. But I don't think there's anything that Haven Medjid can do unless Riley misses. We know right. that, you know, I'm not putting the jinx on yeah. him. I'm going to knock on wood back here. But unless he misses, if he makes two clean catches, I think he's your world champion. But Haven Medjid is going to be knocking on that doorstep every step of the way until that last run is made on Saturday night. And, and honestly, what happens to those guys, and we've seen it, like, Haven went out and goes 6-4. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, if you're a competitor, like, am I going to go out and be that guy? Mm -hmm. You almost have to amp down a little bit to yeah. make sure you don't 100%. knock yourself out of the average. It'll be interesting. The one thing I'm interested in watching, I'd love to see Webb, you know, finish the deal. But Chad Mayfield, you know, is going to go for a 6 Oh, yeah, we run. might get a world record. He might get a 6-0 because – 
He's had two phenomenal runs and had two calves get up, and at this point he has nothing to lose. And he's just going to be going out with a bang, and we expect nothing else from, from Sugar Shad to Money Mayfield yeah. there. And uh, another thing we just talked about, we started it off the top of the show, Tracy, but obviously congrats to Brittany Posey-Tanazi, yeah. wins her third PRCA, or WPRA, excuse me, yeah. World Championship. And uh, she was just, she's been so dominant. She's also yeah. leading the average as well. You know, she's right. going to have a, a season that may not be matched for a while in rodeo. And from the numbers we saw from the WPRA, she she could become the all-time career money leader yep. in the WPRA and barrel racing. So there's a lot at stake for her. But it's good to see when you've had a great season like that. And she won basically everything mm -hmm. that you finish it off here. And we wrap things up with the bull riding. This one's going to be an interesting one. Kai Hamilton obviously has had an NFR that dreams are made of. Yeah. You know, he's battled back. He has the storylines. He bucks off in round eight. Sage Kimsey takes advantage. Now just one bull behind him in the average. But Kai's got a little wiggle room in the world standings, though. Right. And, and the biggest thing that comes into play is can you have a $100,000 night like Kai did the other night? Yeah. Because if Sage has a night like that and, you know, Kai got bucked off, then all of a sudden we got a brand new ball round, game. round 10, whoever rides and whoever gets the highest score. It, it'll be interesting. And like we've always said, with the ground money and bull riding counting in the standings, yeah, you can't it changes everything because it's a $100,000 night. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, that's what Kai won. So, I mean, there's, well, he's this much ahead. Well, it doesn't really matter if you had a $100,000 night. And if he ends up somehow, you know, say we get to, we say Kai has a $200,000 lead, we get to that final night and, you know, somebody like Sage finds a way to trim the gap even closer tonight. He could win the average, and he could win the round if if he's that ninety nine thousand dollar only hey, it's rider. Two hundred thousand dollars. Exactly. It's like a two hundred thousand dollar. Well, yeah, it'd be like a two hundred thousand dollar night. That's why you can't predict who's going to win in bull riding because of the ground money counting in the standings. I'll tell you what, though, it makes it quite entertaining. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I give Sage credit. I mean, he hadn't been here, and you know, he'd been hurt, and he, he he battled back like a true champion. And who, you know, what, what else can you say about Kai Hamilton? I mean, there's very few guys. I mean, the tough Hedemans of the world, and guys that have come back and. Obviously, J.B. Mooney and his heyday in a different association, but very few guys would get back on a bull and be able to do what he's done. Josh Frost still in the mix as well. Also want to give my pro rodeo props out to my man, Tristan Hutchings. He rode his first bull with Dina Farr last night, won the rodeo, and I know it's been a you know a tough couple of months for, for Tristan, so it's good to see him you know get over that hump. And he talked about it last night, Tracy, that the NFR is a grind, man. He's like, you know, I, the, one of the quotes that stuck out to me that he told me, he said, uh, you know, congratulate and cheer for the people that are winning and pray for the guys that aren't. Yeah. Because well, it's tough, man. It, well, because if you – and I, I did see the quote when you when you things are going bad, it, it's almost depressing. Like because you're getting this cycle of I can't ride a bull or have I ever ridden a bull before? It's and you almost, don't get a break either. Right, like, to, like it's mentally not like reset. yeah, like you can reset or you go down the road or you choose a different rodeo and you know you're on a yeah. different bull. Like it's every night, it's the same grind, and then then it's almost like oh my gosh, like and you, you they probably forget, they probably feel like do I even know how to ride bulls? Yeah, and then all of a sudden, then then you went around and I mean. As crazy as it is, even if you've had a bad NFR, you still went around. It's thirty grand. Yep. Any idea? Any things you're keeping your eyes on, Tracy, heading into round nine? I I just think the team roping is fascinating to me because it's so close in the saddle bronc riding. Because I mean, it's so close. I mean, I don't remember in the times I've been here. And granted, the money's changed dramatically since thirteen, but it, things be so jam packed. Yeah. I mean, it, right now it's literally it's a two day rodeo for the world championship for a lot of guys in a lot of the events, but especially saddle bronc and team roping. You break a barrier, you slip a leg, you yeah. can be out of the world title race, or it can win you a world title race. And, and so. it's your memories the rest of your life, because no when everybody announces you, there's 
Joe Smith, PRTA world, world champion, not reserve champion. And not that there's anything wrong with that, but mm -hmm. they want the gold buckle. No doubt about it. A lot of memories to be made here in the final two nights of the 2023 Wrangler National Finals Rodeo. And we'll have the coverage with you all the way to the end here on The Shoot Bosses. That's going to do it for another episode. You can follow along with us on our YouTube channel, the PRCA YouTube, or on all of our favorite uh, podcast platforms. That's going to do it. Until the next time, keep on rodeoing.